Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Let's welcome our next A-team guest, who is the Vice President of the Blind SA, who is Christo de Klerk. We will be speaking about a victory that they have received from the courts after a battle of 11 years. Christo, good evening and thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, Patricia. Good evening, listeners, and thank you for the invitation. So there has been a book famine for many, many years, especially for the blind and visually impaired people in South Africa, and this has finally come to an end. Tell us about this long battle um, around getting Braille and uh, audio uh, books for those who are visually impaired. Yes. When a sighted person goes to a bookshop, you can buy the book or go to a library, you can get your book, you, you can read it. That is not the case in the case of blind persons. We have to get the book converted into an accessible format first before we can read it. In other words, either in Braille or audio or digital format like DAISY or so. But doing that is, in terms of a a current legislation, a crime. We need to get copyright permission first before we can do it. grovel sometimes before the publishers to get permission. In fact, we get permission in about 10% of our applications. So all that exacerbates the the, the book famine that we've been experiencing. So we took the matter to court uh, with the help of Section 27, and we were assisted by two friends of the court, um, the International uh, Commission of Jurists and Recreate, uh, we uh, brought an application to the High Court in Gauteng to have the current Copyright Act, which is an old uh, colonial type of act from 1978, to have that declared unconstitutional in respect of uh, copyright exemptions for print disabled persons, and then to read in Section 19D of the Copyright Bill, which has been disputed for years and will be for years to come. Now, Section 19D provides copyright exemptions. To have that read into the old Act as a temporary remedy until the government uh, rectifies the unconstitutionality. And then for government to sign the Marrakesh Treaty within a year, and the Marrakesh Treaty came into existence in 2013, and it provides copyright exemptions for uh, print-disabled persons in all countries which have ratified the bill. Uh, Our government's attitude is that, yes, it will ratify the, the, the treaty, but it needs legal foundation first for that legal basis, so they need legislation in place. So we, Section 27, gave us the legal advice to have the Act declared unconstitutional, to read in Section 19B of the disputed bill. That will form the legal basis for government to ratify America's treaty, and they have to do that within 12 months. And we were lucky, fortunate, that the judge granted our order as we uh, requested. However, um, in terms of our current law, 
when a court makes a finding of unconstitutionality, that has to be ratified by the Constitutional Court first. So we had to put in an application to the Constitutional Court. We had to do that by the 13th. It was in well in time, and we heard back from the Registrar of the Constitutional Court that um, it, it has been processed and we have a case number, and uh, it will probably be uh, heard by the Constitutional Court early next year. Now, up to now, um, after some initial hiccups, the, the, the case was unopposed, and it will it is it is still unopposed. So we're going to get the order. It's just a matter that we will have to wait about two or three months for it to happen. But yes, it's going to happen, and government will have to ratify the Marrakesh Treaty within 12 months, and that is very seriously uh, uh, assist us in combating this book famine that we've been having. My goodness, it's been a long battle indeed. Uh, it's been a very long... In, in fact, you know, my first involvement was this, in this was in, in the then Port Elizabeth in the year 2005, I did a presentation at the conference on creating a culture of reading. So I've been involved with this for 16 years. So, in South Africa, how have people who are visually impaired before this victory, how have they been accessing uh, reading materials and books? Because we, clearly, we, this famine was a serious one. Yeah, we've been doing. We've been getting books in Braille and audio, but it's been so restricted, as I mentioned, that we got copyright permissions in only about ten percent of of our application. We have two audio libraries in South Africa, uh, Tape Aids for the Blind in, uh, in, in Makanda, and, um, uh, sorry, Tape Aids for the Blind in, in Durban, and they've got some branches across the country, and the South African Library for the Blind in Makanda. The two libraries together have something like 30,000 books, but there is an international digital library called Bookshare, uh, which is meant for uh, print-disabled persons. It's the biggest uh, biggest uh, digital library of accessible books in the world. They have just under a million books. But uh, although we can join and we can become members, we do not have access to, to the whole collection because of the copyright restrictions. So once we get that, you know, instead of the local 30,000 books, we're going to get access to just under a million books. That is awesome. That is absolutely wonderful. Literacy is a very important thing for all of us, uh, including the visually impaired. Now, I'm going to open up the lines. Please, A-teamers, do send us WhatsApps. Do uh, call in or send SMSs. Uh, we are talking to Christo de Klerk, who is uh, the vice president of Blind SA, about a grand victory that uh, they have won in the courts um, to get books um, in, created into um, audio and braille so that those who are visually impaired can be able to read. Tell us about some of your experiences as a visually impaired South African um, when it comes uh, to getting into a library, getting access to books, the sort of books you would like to read instead of the limited amount of books you've had. Also tell us about your education experience. Um, you know, was it easy not being able to access other books and only have limited books? Perhaps you've even read all of them. <laughs> And listened to all of the ones that are accessible to you. Let us know on zero one one seven one four two double zero 
0614-104-106 or you can even send us a WhatsApp on uh, 0614-104-107. Remember, SMSs go to 41391 and they are charged at 150. You know, Christo, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that this has opened up. Do you think that uh, with this great victory that you have uh, received from the courts as Blind SA alongside with your friends and partners, that we'd see more authors who are visually impaired coming onto the market? Yes, I am sure. I am sure. Mm, this will open up a new world for us readers. Indeed, it will be something really grand. Now, what were some of the, you know, within this court proceeding, the challenges that you had to deal with, um, especially when it comes to getting the judges and all those, um, you know, who were involved in the process to actually agree to it? What were the major no, challenges? No. I, I, you know, I have to say, I think... South African publishers must be some of the most mercenary in the world. Because as I said, in our experience, we get permission from about 10% of them for books. So students have had real issues. I, even when I studied, um, I had to postpone a course for a year, but because for uh, it took a year's battle for me to get copyright for my material to be put into trial. Hmm. So that's one of the major challenges that education was uh, delayed for you. And yes. I'm sure this is the fact for many others. Yes. Now, Christo, the International Commission of Jurists, uh, Media Monitoring Africa Trust, and Recreate Action were all given permission to join uh, the litigation as friends of the That's court. That's correct. Yes. Um, how did you manage to have such powerful bodies uh, to join you in this proceeding? Well, they they heard about it and they they approached us and offered uh, offered to join us as Amiki Kurai. Mm. And and everyone was working hand in hand and working together to ensure that you achieve this. Yes. Mm. Yeah. They, they were now, all brilliant in court. The International mm. uh, Commission of Jurists, um, you know, their contribution circled around international treaties like like the Marrakesh Treaty and that sort of thing, for example. You know, I'm so glad that this uh, really has happened. This victory has been won by the courts. But it's uh, clear that there's so many other, um, you know, rights, basic rights that uh, people with the disabilities are facing in South Africa. And this is just one of them. Maybe tell us and cite some of the other, you know, challenges that you as Blind SA are going to be tackling. Well, you know, even with the, the copyright bill that's being disputed, we support the, the new copyright bill. We want it to be signed into law. But there's such a bitter fight. You know, we've got the, um, the creatives on the one side of the fight and the collectives on the other side. And the collectives are protecting vested financial interests. On, but on the collective side, we have uh, artists, actors actually dying in poverty. Um, and, you know, we, we have many uh, blind performers also, and so we would benefit if this act were signed into law. Uh, currently, uh, many of the, the artists, actors, and so on, they, they, they do not get their, uh, their, their, um, their, their payments, you know, for, for their acting. And so so that's, that is another serious issue. 
But uh, we will we will look at that, and if if litigation is necessary for that, also, then we'll do that. Sure, it seems you still have your hands full with a lot of uh, <coughs> uh, issues to tackle as Blind SA. For our agents yeah, who are listening, we had right another now. one. You know, mm-hmm. um, the Department of Education, uh, for, since the implementation of the new caps in 2012. Uh, for years, until 2019, until we took them to court, uh, the blind learners in school didn't have Braille textbooks. Um, so again, with the help of Section 27, uh, an action was brought against the Department of Education to, to compel them to, to have books converted into Braille. That is a wonderful battle that you are fighting. Let me go to an ATMOs on the line. ATMO J, good evening. Good evening to you, uh, Patricia, and good evening to our guests. I just switched on uh, just a few minutes now, and it, uh, it, that uh, few minutes, uh, it really touched a chord in me. In regard mm. to the voting and registration and all this upcoming political thing, I am so mad and disgusted. I... I hope somebody can do this practically to everyone who's standing for voting and voting for them. You know, we have to register votes for every single person whose placards and all is hanging around. Blindfold each one of them and make them to walk through the corridors or remove their blindfold. And they must walk through these corridors of these people that are physically uh, unable and the physical challenges that they have to go through. What do these politicians want? They want us to vote them in, to rule. They want to rule us. They're supposed to be governing uh, this country, taking into consideration most important of all is education. Not one of them has mentioned education and like our guest said, it is such an important factor in our life. Mm, reading and you, reading and reading. And I, I tell you, I am, Yeah. I know Education how is I very fundamental, reading Jay. at the time. Sorry? Mm, education is fundamental, and I do agree with you on the point of education. And I think it needs to be equal for all, including those who are visually impaired. Jay, thank you very much for calling in and, and just you know showing your support and passion for education, especially for those who have uh, disabilities. Let me come back to you, Christo. Christo, you know, yeah. when what Jay is saying is very critical, very, very critical, that we need to ensure that education is equal for all and pay a special attention to those with <coughs> disabilities who have needs that are, are different and varying from, from others' needs, you know, in terms of yes. access into the schools, in terms of teachers, in terms of um, facilities, uh, Braille, and other technologies to aid those who are um, visually impaired or with other disabilities. And I think this is a big fight for you. Yes, it is, definitely. Mm. And and do you feel that there, there is a pull-in? I mean, already Education Department has come to the party with uh, one of the requests you had. Is there a pull-in from the Education Department, from the Health Department, and all other departments to aid in your cause? 
Yes, we have been uh, engaging with them quite a lot. You know, there were some schools that had appalling conditions, and our ed- advocacy and information committee and our education and early childhood development committees um, dealt with those matters with the Department of Education, and they resolved those at, at schools. Um, you know, yeah, we also are represented on a an advisory committee uh, to advise, advise the Minister of Education, and through that committee we raise issues and we get them addressed. Uh, you know, fortunately we don't have to take everything to court. The, the textbooks, that was a major thing. We, we did take that to court. But in other matters, we 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 uh, collaborate on a, on a much more cordial basis for example we assisted the department of education to to draft uh, guidelines for uh, you know schools during covid times because you can imagine that in the covid situation it's 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 much more vital for blind children because we see through our fingers you know we have to touch things uh, which presents numerous challenges with, with uh, COVID and, and um, sanitizing and that sort of thing. We, we are led by people. You've got to hold on to somebody's arm and that sort of thing, which uh, all, again, impacts on social distancing. So we assisted the department to, to draft uh, guidelines for, for the COVID times. Good evening, SAFM listeners as well as Patricia and Christo de Klerk. And first and first and foremost, I would like to congratulate uh, Blind SA for winning this serious legal battle. But here's a very quick question to you, Christo de Klerk. I would like to know that uh, for winning this battle, does that mean, does, does that mean uh, we are going to find the Braille books in our respective bookstores of our country, even to our public libraries. Thank you. Louis from Pretoria. Thank you very um, much, Louis, for that one. Yeah, Christo, please yes. do respond. Well, we're going to have access to plenty more books. I mentioned the, the Bookshare Library. Uh, we yeah. are encouraging disabled persons, blind people, partially sighted people, to join this library. It is for free. And then, you know, when we have this copyright uh, Marrakesh Treaty in place, you'll have access to, to almost a million books. And the books are available electronically in, in various formats, whichever you prefer. Um, uh, as for hard copy Braille, yes, there will certainly be uh, more Braille, but remember that to, to do that conversion process is an expensive process. Uh, I can give you a quick example. If you take an average novel of, say, 300 pages, to produce that in Braille takes approximately uh, 28 days at a cost of around 24000 for the master copy. Sure, it's quite a pricey one. Um, thank you so very much uh, for joining us, Christo. Uh, can you please give us contact details for Blind SA? Yes, you can uh, contact Blind SA by email. You can send email to our CEO. It's uh, CEO at blindsa 
www.org.za or you can phone Blind SA at 011 1793 Excellent. Thank you so very much, Christo, for joining us this evening. And congratulations to you Thank and you. the entire Thank association. You. We for will this be great celebrating victory. on the 27th when uh, uh, Section 27 are coming to visit us with a cake. <laughs> Please do invite <laughs> me. I'd love to have a piece. <laughs> Thank you, Christo. It's uh, 11 o'clock now, A-teamers. Let's go straight to the news with Mudubi Mahalimela. Hola to you, Mudubi.